Welcome to the Wealth Edit Podcast, a place where talking about finances is only polite. We talk to women and hear the stories behind how they've built their beautiful lives, whether that be inside or outside the home. Join us every week as we talk ambition, determination, and success with some of the most interesting, powerful women in the Southeast and beyond. But, um, so what we have these daughters and we're working hard and we're, you know, trying, you know, to be good parents, but then also you want to instill in them that drive. And it sounds like your mom was able to do that. And oftentimes we see like, like what we're doing is not for naught, you know, just being a good example. Um, I love hearing that. It's just encouragement as we keep moving. Okay. So you pave your own way. You meet Taylor. Y'all are sitting there together and you say, I have this idea. I want this clothing line, but I also want to join in a social mission with that. So tell us a little bit about your connection with your social mission. Yeah. Um, so like I said, social mission has been core part of our business, um, from the start. And, uh, our focus has really been on human trafficking and helping, helping organizations who, um, are anti, you know, anti-human trafficking, um, organizations. And then also just really like spreading awareness of the horrifying issue that is still, that is sex trafficking in this country. I mean, all over the world, but in this country and even more specifically in Atlanta, um, still today. And so, um, that issue specifically was really put on my heart in college when I, I attended a, a Christian conference um, a couple of years in college, but they really, I think, you know, they, they really focused on that issue there. And I, I mean, before, before attending, I just, I really had no idea the kind of gravity of, of the issue. And so leaving, I was like, you know, I have to be one of the many who don't quite know like how, terrible and prevalent this still is today. Um, like I, and it just was really put on my heart to, to want to do something. And so that was always like going to be a core part of our business, but I feel like next step was like, okay, how do we, how do we do that? How do we have this fashion line and this social mission and like merge the two? Um, and so the way, the way we do it, um, is I, we partner, primarily with an organization here in Atlanta called Wellspring Living. They're, they do amazing work. Um, and the way we partner with them is twice a year. So like our two major seasons, spring and fall, I design a print that is inspired by a survivor's story. Um, and then that print uh, proceeds from the sales of any pieces in that print are given back to Wellspring and with that print, any piece sold uh, in the print comes with a tag that shares this woman's story, girl's story. Uh, and our, so our goal there is kind of twofold, both to you know, be able to spread awareness of the issue and also um, give back you know, financially to, to these organizations that are doing such incredible things. So um, it's been amazing. I mean, we've been able to raise over $40,000 to date for, for this organization. In addition to, you know, hosting some shopping events for the women and, um, donating lots of pieces to, to not only them, but other organizations like it kind of all over the country. So it's been a really amazing, um, and rewarding, quite honestly, part of, of our business. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing that. And it's just, it's so 
I, I don't know. I'm just so impressed by your story and your age and like all that you have accomplished already. And sometimes it's just like getting out there and doing it, but like saying, like, I really love this mission and I'm going to incorporate it into my business from the very beginning. Um, you know, it, just Lauren and I, even building the wealth that we realized there's so many moving parts all the time. Sometimes it's, it's hard to focus and like, but there are a few things that we've had to say, these are priorities. Like this is something that we want to do. And I just commend you for doing that. But to your point, it's so interesting how much joy it brings, you know, even though you're like, okay, this is like an extra, like part of my time, but like, it's like what's bringing you so much joy and helps you keep moving forward in that entrepreneurial journey, which is not always easy. Yeah. And just that feeling of like, I'm giving back, like there's more of a why than just building a business for the sake of building a business. Like I, you right. have a passion around art, you have a passion for helping these women. And now you're going to incorporate the two together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, and I think it gives, you know, our customers like being love, you know, being invested in, in something like that. It's they're mm -hmm. shopping for a greater cause too, which yeah. It makes everyone feel good. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's just something that I love about the wealth that it, about these wealth that it Wednesdays is like, when we get to hear the stories behind the brands that we already know and love. And it's to say like, for me to now see, like, I see your brand out there and that's what I associate it with. And it's like choosing between the two. You're like, I want to support her. Like I want to support this mission and how important it is just to like, take the time to like, get to know the story behind your brands. Anyway, I just yeah. think this is one of my, the most fun parts of doing the wealth that it is to yeah. get to know so many women. Okay, so, so sorry. We got a little dog in here too. We're kind of falling apart over here. Today. We got a lot of moving parts. But anyway, okay, so here you are. You've, you've built this business. You've incorporated your passion into it. And now you're growing. And I know you, and it seems like Taylor handles a lot of like, helps y'all together make business decisions. Mm -hmm. Has that been a difficult, has, has that been a difficult transition from being like, because you are so creative and artistic to like then take on also running a business? Um, yes, for sure. I, you know, I am learning new things every day. Uh, I think what's been so important to me is just you know, not being afraid to ask questions, knowing, you know, when, when you are not the most educated on something and, and being willing to, to willing and, but, but also like eager to find others to surround yourself with who are more equipped in, in that arena. I mean, you know, I, I've been told so many times with hiring, like hire people who are better than you, you know, like at, like I want, I want people who, if I'm, you know, like our director of operations is amazing. She's been with us for so many years and she, she handles and takes on, you know, a lot of the more like, like op, business ops side of things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so important to surround yourself with, um, with good people and, and people who do have knowledge in areas where, where you don't. And I, I think it can be easy to, as like a CEO and manager to get intimidated by, what we don't know, you know, what I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I can do math, but I'm, I've never been like a finance person or anything like that. And, and just 
kind of being knowing that that's okay and that you know everyone brings a different skill set to the table and and figuring out like finding those other people who can can balance out what maybe your weak you know their strengths or your weaknesses like i think that's just so integral to to building a a successful company yeah so who what was your first hire what who did y'all hire first as you were building out your team um it was a director of operations okay. so yeah so taylor my co-founder only works um part-time now she was actually only full-time for the first six months which was kind of the plan it was the plan the whole yeah. time mm -hmm. um and so we really needed someone to kind of step in and do the op side that you know she she helped get off the ground um so that was our first hire and we went probably far longer than we should have with just the three of us um but and then you know from there i feel like but with each new hat you know we all it's a small business as everyone knows you wear so many hats and i feel like with each new hire we've we've really pushed it as long as we possibly can before hiring that new role and it's like by the time we hire them we really need three of them yeah. um so it's but it's you know it's been a slow build but um yeah, having that, I think for me, like as a creative, having someone with more of the operational business mind was so important um, to bring in first, just to to balance out, you know, what I do and what my skill set is. Yeah, for sure. And I know that we, you know, it's interesting how those roles play out. And then, like you said, it's like it develops so quickly. I know Lauren and I, you know, is your not only are you building a team and bringing in talent to help, you're also working with the, um, like, what do you want your company to feel like internally? Like, how, how are we working together, you know, and all that. And so I've said, you know, that really does take a lot of time and attention and detail of like building a team mm -hmm. in the right environment with, you know, everyone understanding kind of what, what your goals are. And it's, it's, it's been a fun process to, to go through. I, I don't even know if I said this to you, but I practiced law for like 15 years, like yeah. in a, you know, a law practice. And it was just such a different, a different ball of wax and like building your own business and really getting to make those decisions. Like, what does it feel like to work here? Right. Um, you know, so, um, okay. So you bring on the, your director of ops and then did you immediately begin selling products? Like, did you go out and find retailers or did you start online? Yeah. Um, so we took a very grassroots approach. Um, truthfully, really this past year was like the first year we've actually like invested money in marketing, which is crazy. Um, but it's it's been a very very grassroots approach um so taylor the way we started well one we did a kickstarter and raised money um raised twenty thousand dollars on kickstarter um and then we the way we kind of took our first collection presented our first collection was we had it was a very small like tight i think it was eight pieces um group and we just we had a sample set made and in all sizes in a full size run and we hit the road and did 20 trunk shows showing the line in like a month. Um, it was crazy yeah just all pretty much through friends and family uh, hosting hosting these um, trunk shows at their house and we collected pre orders for the pieces um, everyone paid up front, which was kind of our, our way of being able to pay for that first production run. 
of goods. Um, and that just that, I mean, that was kind of step one. And then, I mean, from the beginning, we also, we did put everything online, but I think it was interesting. The, the trunk show model, the main reason we did that was for cash flow purposes so that we could have the money to pay for that first production run upfront. Um, but by doing that and not offering this first collection to boutiques, it kind of created this like exclusivity demand that we really weren't even anticipating. Um, but that was great. And I built like a decent reputation with a lot of these stores from my previous job, um, too, which was, so I had some credibility there, which was nice. Um, but it just like created this demand and all these stores, wanted the line, um, which was yeah. awesome. And so we did end up selling, this was spring, summer, it's the spring, summer collection of 2016. So we ended up selling it to some stores, but then really come fall 2016 collection, like we were up and off the ground. Um, we pretty much right off the bat hired sales reps, uh, to rep the line, both in the Southeast and the Southwest. Um, and we're still with the that same partner uh, today. They're they're great and amazing, and they they handle so much of the wholesale side of the business, <laughs> um, which is awesome. And so, really, after that first round of trunk shows, trunk shows, I would say like our wholesale business really we really focused on building that. Um, I think wholesale is just such an easy way to get your product out to so many eyes. I mean, just like you said, with the top you bought from a boutique in yeah. New Orleans, so you didn't even realize it was Crosby. Like, it's just, yeah. it's such a great way to, to get your product in front of so many eyes. And so, um, for the first like four years of our business, I would say we were about 70% wholesale to 30% our own D to C. Um, and then this last year, we've always had everything online, but, um, this last year and a half, two years, we've really been focused on growing, that direct consumer business. Um, and it's, it's almost more of like a 50, it's getting closer to like a 50, 50 split now, which is yeah. great. Yeah. I'm sure COVID helped that. Yeah. Bump yeah. that a little bit. I'd say. Yes. Yes. When all of our stores closed for, for two months, that, uh, definitely shifted things. A little yes. Bit. Yes. Um, okay. So if you, you you discuss like having had some relationships from your prior job that you were able to like build upon when marketing your products what are some other ways that you've networked and like grown your connections with you know different boutiques in the southeast I know a lot of times women you know want to get out there and make connections and figure out how to move forward and some, it's hard to know because there's just so many things out there and mm -hmm. there's so many different ways to do it. What would you say have been some of your best like networking opportunities? Um, yeah, so I, I will say, you know, friends and family have been amazing and, and just the power, never underestimate the power of like word of mouth marketing. Um, you know, I think starting with that core community of yours and just really like asking the questions of people to, you know, share, share about the line. And mm -hmm. I, I think one really special thing, great thing about our product too, is just the compliments that people do get when they're wearing it. I mean, the amount of times that, you know, I've heard someone has told me I get stopped on the side of the street when I wear your stuff of people asking me where it's from, which is, I mean, the biggest compliment to me, but also like, such an organic way to, to spread the word, um, about the brand. Mm -hmm. So I think that's great. But beyond that, 
Um, you know, I think for wholesalers, being in a showroom with sales reps has been amazing for us. I know that's not the best thing for everyone, but for mm-hmm. us, that has been such a great way to, to build that side of our business. And I think also like me taking the time to, to show face in those scenarios and, and be there and meet these stores and everybody, everybody wants to be a part of the story and feel like, you know, it, it's so much more than just buying clothing. It's, it's like knowing the brand and, and the owner and, and their story and kind of just like getting, I, I just think there's so much value in like face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has been important for me and I probably don't do it as much as I should anymore. Um, but just really like taking that time to have FaceTime with, with our customers. Um, and then I would say, you know, certainly like leveraging these sorts of networks and, and networks full of other, you know, female entrepreneurs. I think it can be a lonely place, uh, at, you know, as a, as a business owner, a lot of times and, and as a female business owner. Um, and so really like just not being afraid to, to leverage those relationships. I, you know, I've attended a couple of conferences in the last year, um, both the Southern Sea and, um, Pencil and Paper Co.'s Creative Club. It just happened just a few weeks ago um, in Charleston. And I think, you know, conferences like that, gatherings like that, where you're in a room full of like-minded women all doing incredible things, not necessarily in your industry, but but still going through, you know, riding that entrepreneurial roller coaster of the highs and the lows and all of those things. I think leveraging those opportunities is super important and and taking the time you know, within those, those conferences to really like make that extra effort and that extra step and just go up to people and introduce yourself and tell them, tell them who you are and what you do. Cause you just, you never know who you're going to come across and what they might have to offer you and what you could possibly offer them. Mm-hmm. Well, I love what you said. Uh, Krista Cotton's on the call. She's in New Orleans and she went yeah. to the Southern Sea with me and um, we had the best time, but if anybody has to go to a conference, y'all need to follow Krista around because she's the best networker you've ever yeah. seen. We had dinner um, together while we were there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, but anyway, it's it is it's interesting, like how it you you just get in there and you just have that mindset of like I'm gonna just go in there and just start. And it has been so neat to see those relationships because, as you said, you know, building a business can be really lonely, and especially because oftentimes it requires so much of your attention. It's hard to get out there and just connect with friends like you always have or whatever. And so to find other women that are, that understand what you're going through and can say like, I get it. I had this conversation with my family because I was like, y'all don't even ever ask about like what's going on, you know? And this is really, truly like all I do at the moment. And my brother said, well, I don't want to talk about my job at the bank. I would assume you wouldn't want to talk about your job. And I've realized, you know, there's a different mentality sometimes when you're building a business that's so much a part of who you are Mm -hmm. and like your heart and your passion. And then to like connect with other women and say like, they get it, you know, and that's where, and truly, um, you know, that's what the wealth that it is about. I mean, that is from where Lauren and I came from, you know, I lost my husband of eight years ago, almost eight years ago. 
And I long for a community of other women who are kind of going through the same thing I was and trying to make decisions. And now I'm building a business and longing for a community with women to talk to, you know, or oh. I changed careers and I was longing for a community. And, and that's what the wealth that it is. It's a community where right. women can connect and say, I, I want to find other people who are doing and living through what I'm having to do. And, you know, wealth is about so much more than money. It doesn't have to be just about dollars. It's yes, there's a huge part of that where we all need to like create that new modern skill set of being able to at least embrace and acknowledge, like I need to understand what's going on here. Right. But I can also surround myself with people who are even better, but you know, I need to find those people. Um, but also, you know, I want to build a healthier life, you know, and that that's wealth as well. So yeah. um, thank you for sharing that. Okay. So we're coming up on our 30 minutes, but we always ask at the end of the call, you know, why did you say wealth? yes to the wealth that it or said differently you know like why do you think it's important that women come together to talk about wealth yeah um well i think you know so much of what we just what we just talked about with just the importance of community and i think i think women are you know we're we're so much more you're much more natural like nurturers and and have you know, that care and desire to, to not only thrive ourselves, but to see other, other women thrive and succeed. And I think, especially in the South too, you know, it, I do, I do feel like these communities are genuine, um, and, and women really do genuinely want to, to build each other up and help each other, uh, in way, any ways that we can. And I think, you know, I think I said this earlier, but there, there's always, there's always something that you are going to be more skilled at than others. And there's always something that others are going to be more skilled at than you. And so there, there's always an opportunity to learn. There's always an opportunity to, to share and, and teach. And, you know, I think anytime, anytime you say yes to a conversation or a community or, um, you know, something like this, like there's always, always, I think some sort of nugget of, of either information or even just something that could spark an idea in your head for your own business that, you know, is you can take, take away from, from community and, and things like this. So I, I mean, I think what y'all are doing is amazing and, and just building women up and um, not being afraid to talk about the money side of things. Uh, Cause you know, I think that's not necessarily in a lot of, you know, our nature and for a lot of us, um, yeah. And so just very honored to, to, to be a part, to be a part of what, what y'all are doing. Well, thank you, Molly. We just so appreciate it. Now, if every, if somebody wants to find what, what's the easiest way to find Crosby? Yeah. Um, so we have a website, it's Crosby by Molly Um, Molly's with an I E and Birch is with a U. Uh, didn't realize there are going to be so many spelling, uh, <laughs> question marks in my name but um yeah so it's crosbybymollybirch.com and then our instagram is also the same handle just at crosbybymollybirch okay we'd love for you to to follow along yes well i i recommend your top i've already gotten yeah. like four compliments on it to your point it's oh. it's, it's a showstopper so thank you oh, yay that makes all right cool. well have a wonderful day and thank you thank you yeah bye. thanks for having me bye bye We hope you enjoyed our podcast today. 
If you want to learn more about our website, please check us out at www.wealthedit.com. The Wealth Edit is an online membership-based community for women looking to confidently discuss and expand their knowledge of personal finance. Our community provides a space for women of all ages to gather, learn, and plan their financial journey through virtual courses, weekly guest speakers, and educational content.